Hello and welcome to The Landed Podcast. I'm John Montgomery, co-founder of Landed, a travel company specializing in tailor-made journeys throughout Latin America and the Antarctic. At Landed, we're devoted to exploring these regions, searching out exceptional experiences and locations for our clients. The Landed Podcast profiles some of our favorite places and brings you conversations with friends we've made along the way, explorers, artists, and visionaries. If you're a repeat listener, welcome back. If you're new to the show, thanks for joining us. Juan Manuel Barrientos is a shining star in the Colombian firmament. He's the first chef in Colombia to earn a Michelin star, a feat he's repeated three times at El Cielo's branches in Washington, D.C. and Miami. He's been the youngest member of San Pellegrino's 50 best restaurant lists three consecutive times. Juanma trained and worked with Iwao Comiyama in Buenos Aires, Argentina, and Juan Marie Arzac in San Sebastian, Spain. Among his greatest accomplishments is El Cielo Foundation, a nonprofit organization that employs former guerrilla combatants, indigenous community members, and ex-Columbian army soldiers. In addition to job training, this program has provided a platform for reconciliation and forgiveness among its more than 3,000 graduates. We talked with Juanma the day after his 40th birthday while he was driving to a family event outside Medellin, Colombia. Juanma, thank you for joining me and, and happy 40th birthday yesterday, right? Yes, yesterday. Thank you. Thank you very much. How's your hangover? It's going to be today in the party. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yesterday was a, 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 a quiet dinner with family and today is the party. Good man. You're in the car. Are you in Medellin? I mean, near Medellin, like in another city, like that is like an hour away. But I'm going to Medellin in the afternoon. Well, I'm glad you're home and with family. Yes. Um, hello to your daughter. Hello to your wife. You've trained around the world. Did you did you work with Komiyama in Argentina? Yes. And you trained with Juan Marie Arzac in, in where? In San Sebastian? I worked with Iwao Komiyama in 2003 and four, And then in 2005, I worked with Arzac in San Sebastian in Spain. You've been on San Pellegrino's top 50 list, which is an important list for Latin America because the Michelin ratings don't, don't happen in Latin America outside of, I think, Mexico, maybe, maybe Brazil. You were the, the youngest member of that list three consecutive times. I think you were voted the most the most handsome chef also three consecutive times. <laughs> the first time I ever ate at one of your restaurants, it was in 2017, I think, on Calle 70 in the Chapinero, the in Bogota. Jonas E, yeah. And, and I couldn't get a reservation at the restaurant next door, your neighbor restaurant. But I was with a group of like seven friends and I was a little worried because my reservation got destroyed at the neighbor restaurant. But we came over to El Cielo and you had a, a private room with a round table near the front door. You gave us such a show. By the time we got to the Chaco therapy, they were putty in your hands the choco therapy it's like one of the most um our one of our classics we have done it more than 1.5 million times 
in the last 10 years, it's, in the last 12 years. So now you have like seven or eight restaurants in Medellin and a hotel uh, in El Poblado, right? Yes. You've got the restaurants in DC, Miami, and Bogota. <laughs> and we are opening a new restaurant in Miami Beach the 1st of July. These restaurants in the United States, these were the first Colombian restaurants to ever receive a Michelin star. The one in yes. DC, right, in 2021? Yes. And now in this year, 2023, Miami received its first Michelin star. But everybody that works there is a Colombian. Not everybody, but as you, as you can notice, especially in the States, like the Italian community, the community search for jobs in Italian restaurants, that the same way the Colombians look for Colombian restaurants. It's kind of, uh, I don't think, I, I don't, I, we, we don't have that as a rule. Right. It's more cultural that we, we get more CVs from, from Colombians than other, other in nationalities. But we, still, we, we have a lot of people from, we have around, around 70 employees in, in Colombia, in, in Miami and Washington. Maybe 50 are Colombians and there are 20 are from other parts of the world. Even like, I don't know, uh, uh, maybe five are from Europe, around 10 are from Mexico and Central, Amer Central America, some Peru, Venezuela. When I think about your menu, when I look at what you're doing in Miami, it's papaya, it's lobster, it's lamb, yuca, guanabana. Colombian ingredients. Yes, a lot of Colombian ingredients, but also local food. We source around 70% of our food from, from the three states around in, in Washington, Maryland, Virginia, and Baltimore. And another 30% are Colombian ingredients. In Miami, it's the same way. We, we source from local uh, food, from seafood from Miami some growers from Homestead, uh, and then we have other import goods from Latin America and Colombia to give that Colombian taste, but also to have local ingredients in our menus, very important. Colombia has a leg up on many places because you have the Amazon, the Andes, the coasts. You have a lot of local food to choose from. I, I think our food is about about the senses and, and about what we are feeling and, and want our our client to feel. So so what we do is we we focus on the in, in ingredients that we can, uh, really good quality and that we can find overseas. For example, in Washington, we don't have all the Colombian ingredients, so we focus on 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 the ingredients we can we can get or we can ship a ship. For example, um, if, we, if we would like to use some marmalade from, or a fruit from the Amazon, we will do a marmalade of the fruit of the Amazon in Medellin and ship it to Colombia, uh -huh. to, to Washington. So we, we will find in local markets, say Chontaduro or Tamarindo or fruits. So we focus on that and also there is some ingredients that have more exportation uh, export possibilities, so we support those exporters. So you're supporting local producers in Colombia? 
and giving them an international outlet for their products. Yeah, for example, the avocado, avocado from Colombia, golden berries, fresh herbs. Like, I, I can calculate that maybe 50 to 60% of the fresh herbs that are sold in the Miami market are from Colombia. I think people are surprised when they go to Colombia for the first time and they see how green everything is. And they learn that most of your produce or much of your produce is organic. Yes, a lot. We have around maybe 85% is it's a, a single families producers or growers in Colombia. Mm -hmm. So many of them uh, have small uh, huertas and, and uh, mo many of them are organic, some no, but, but we have a lot of organic food in Colombia. You, you said you want your food to be about the senses. What feelings are you trying to evoke through a meal? So we, we, we try to evoke different feelings and trigger different emotions. One is gastronomic memory, especially with, with Colombian food, uh, on, on things we used to eat when we were kids or, or that we love. And we, what we do is with uh, techniques and changing the textures in the cooking, we change uh, the recipe itself. But they, 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 the last taste is the same as you were a kid, but with more sophisticated. That, for example, in that cases, we appeal to, to that gastronomic memory. In other cases, like when you lick chocolate, you're feeling like a kid, or when you are, a, when we put something that's smoky in the table, or a coal fi on fire in the in the middle of the table that evokes like the sense of the sense of fire. It's it's a it makes you feel safe, and smoke makes you feel safe. Uh, so so that kinds of feelings are the ones we evoke. Mm -hmm. you, you've said before, our only rule is not to be afraid to get it wrong. Creativity isn't perfect, but it's positive, changing, evolutionary. That's why I say that we don't make things better or worse. We simply haven't been afraid to make them different from the way they've been done for many years. Yes. Yeah, we, we believe, um, I, I think creativity is about having no fear or at least facing it because many people uh, are creative but are uh, uh, they have fear of being wrong. So when you overpass that fear of being wrong and you don't care being wrong and you learn from being wrong, you, you let loose your creativity and it grows. Every time you, 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 you have a mistake from creativity, happens to think. One is that you have the experience from learning, for learning from the first mistake, and then you have a second idea. And, and then in the third one, you'll have the experience from the first two plus the creativity of the, of the three. Yeah. So creativity, it's like a spiral that every time you learn from it, it comes stronger with more creativity and more experience. A spiral, uh, a caracol. Yeah. Yeah, I tell my kids caracol, yes. all the time, I say, it's a quote from Carl Jung. It says, 
where your fear is, there is your task. Yes. You know, where, you, where you're afraid, that's your job. Go. Yeah, great. Yeah, that's a great, great quote. When I think of your food, when I think of meals I've had at your restaurants in Medellin, I think of food that is nourishing and actually delicious. It's not just about, look what I can do as an artist. I'm performing for you. Yes, it's playful. Yes, it's artistic. But you never lose the taste. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, my first philosophy in, in the kitchen, we call it deliciousness. So whatever we're proposing, it, it has to have a story, has to have technique, it has to be <clears throat> a well-sourced, it has to be have motion and emotion, but first thing, it's deliciousness. Then we can do whatever we want. Are there any favorite restaurants in South America that you would turn people on to? Oh, that's a good question. I like Sud 777 in Mexico. Mexico uh -huh. City, sure. Central in Peru, Maidu in Peru, they're really nice. Also in Peru, it's really nice too, Mexico City. And you know which one is really good too? Um, uh, Cosmo in New York from Enrique is very nice restaurant. Ah. There's a book that I read recently that you might really like. And if you will listen to an audiobook, I'll send you a copy by audiobook. Yes. Okay, then I'm going to send you a book called Unreasonable... It's by Will Guidara from 11 Madison Park. He says that hospitality is like a dialogue. It's yes. how you deliver the product and how that makes the client feel. And he says it can only exist where there is human dialogue in the transaction. You're saying something that I truly believe in. It's that I, the way I see it is that people... People may forget what you have said to them, but never the way you make them feel. The way you make them feel, yeah. So that that's, for me, in food, I traduce that. People may forget what they ate at El Cielo 10 years ago, but they will never forget the way they feel at El Cielo, and that's, with the, 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 that's why they come back. Pretty obvious, the way your, your staff reacts to people walking into the restaurant that that there's a heart there there's some alma in your service and i wanted to talk with you if we could about el cielo foundation okay right? why don't you describe the foundation and its work so we we started the foundation 15 years ago and we right what we do is we train wounded soldiers mutilated by landmines and police officers. We train former guerrillas and former paramilitaries, indigenous people and victims. And we train them in two areas, mainly in, in cooking skills, a bakery, cooking, advanced cooking, and a, like coffee preparation, we call it baristas. Um, and we also train them in non-violence. So we make, after they finish their courses, outside Del Cielo in the foundation, we, we do forgiveness and reconciliation sessions between them so they can meet because we train the former guerrillas in one side and the army 
guys, former army guys, in the other. So when they meet, they forgive. They have like a session with psychologists and and therapists. So they, so they they cry. They say they they used to hate each other. They used to kill each other. And after that, they have the opportunity to 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 work at El Cielo in a stage. Mm. And then the the course is over after the stage. Some of them stay six more months, one more year while they find jobs. Or some of them go out to the market to find jobs and a new life. It's like a reconciliation in the restaurant. Yes. We call it cooking peace. I love it, man. Have you... Have you followed any of your graduates? Have you yes. seen what they've become? Yes, yes, they, they. It's it's very beautiful. Like we have done, we we, we don't keep track of all of them because we have maybe trained more than two thousand people in fifteen years. But we we some of them that have stayed more more time and and some of them still in the working. Some of them have been. For in the restaurant for more than eight years, and they still work with us. So it's it's really good and to have them there because we have seen how their lives have changed. And you're operating this program in Bogota and Medellin. No, we just operated in Medellin. In Medellin. Juanma, do you need to go? They, like in five minutes, I may. Yeah. I'm going to send you this book as a birthday present, okay? Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. I don't. I think you're you're the first one to know, but we are opening El Cielo, uh, an El Cielo a la carte, not tasting menu. It's going to be a la carte menu in Miami Beach, Miami the first Beach. of July, in the LCLS. Oh, congratulations! The, yes, we're very happy and. Whenever you go to Miami, let me know. Is your wife happy? <laughs> uh, I think she is. She's smiling. One more project. Uh, yes. Well, that's great. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Well, look, man, you you were you had your birthday last night. You've got a family dinner tonight. Tomorrow's Father's Day. I'm really grateful to you for your time. It's a pleasure to talk with you. It's a pleasure to tell people about Colombian gastronomy and really one of my favorite destinations for fine dining. Thank you for Thank you. what you're doing to promote Colombian food and and uh, congratulations on your your continued success. Thank you, brother. And let me know whenever you come back to Colombia or you are, you are, if you visit Miami or Washington, we will be very happy to have you to taste our, the menu. Thank you, buddy. Have a good one. Thanks. Take care. Bye. If you'd like to know more about custom travel in Latin America and the Antarctic, reach out to us at landedtravel.com. Since 2006, Landed's success has been built on word-of-mouth referrals. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to rate the podcast or share it with a friend.